Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Longbox Podcast, presented by Plus Waco Comics and Rogue Media Network. Your bi-weekly info dump of all comics news. Almost screwed it up. Dark side is... Oh, there's the finisher. There's the finisher, the finisher. bro. So we did it, the other one last yes. time for Dark Side, and then the new the new one that Tom King... Tom King, yeah. Yeah, he came up Tom with Dark Side uh, is. Mixture Arts. Yeah, it's just like Dark Side is and then Ellipses because it's whatever you want it to be. Dark yes. Side is everything. I think it was... Uh, I saw an interview with him. He was like, trying to get, get explained like because he was writing yeah. uh, Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get explained what Dark Side is means. Yeah. And he was like... He said he finally got it after he said it a couple times. Like, Dark Side is. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, you're in the darkest depths. You don't really know what you're going to do in the rest of your life. And yes. you just feel hopeless. Yeah. This dark side is. Yeah. Yes. You know, and that's, that's tight, man. Yeah. That's so we, we are here. We are recording two episodes in one day, but you guys will hear them separately. Um, excuse this episode. They didn't need to know that. <laughs> I mean, it was either that or understand why we're babbling coherently. <laughs> babbling incoherently. Again, yeah, incoherently. <laughs> exact, my point exactly. Shout like, out to One Day. Yeah, shout out to One Day Bar. Uh, we're lit right now, but we're we're super excited. We're to, on it. We're, we're on it. We may be lit, but we're gonna. We we're did. Gonna power we through. brainstormed. Yeah. We brainstormed while we were hanging. You know, took a little break from our last episode, and we're gonna come with the heat today. You got so. it. We've got it. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into some uh, what we read this week, and then we'll get into our our big segment today. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That'll that'll work. Work. All right, Armando, you the one that brought the book. Dude, you set the pace. Where'd I you brought bring? it because I was so unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, 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 swooned by this book. What's it called? It's called Chicken Devil. And who <laughs> makes it? Oh my God! It's from Aftershock Comics. Okay. Aftershock Comics. By, Chicken Devil. The cover looks amazing. Oh man, the art that that's what kind of gravitated toward me. The yeah. cover was very like intriguing. Of, it looks good. It's a it's a guy in a some kind of. Like a like a, a pollo chicken, loco, pollo loco, pollo loco costume. He's got a gun face. You're staring down the barrel. Come eat my tenders. He's like, like a Breaking read, Bad. Yes, yes. He's like read yes. me. He's like read me. Um, by Brian Buccioletto, Buccioletto, and Hayden Sherman. Yeah, and I guess Hassan Atsman. Atsmane El How. Okay. And uh, so these are the creators of the books. It's I may have mangled that name, but a, I apologize. Yes, we apologize. It's a it's an indie book. Okay, let me break down the concept because this is wild. 
It's a guy who owns a chain of chicken restaurants. And it's the hottest chicken um, in town. They, I don't think they say what town it is or where it's based out of. There's no indication. But apparently it's a very successful chicken place. Okay. So that should tell you right off the bat this is wild, weird. A comic that's written about. Like, could you imagine? Like, oh, we're going to write a comic about Bush's chicken. Like, what? Like, <laughs> Okay, mm. if it's mm. in Belmead, you got some stories. Now it's a guy about it's that about, or Jim's yes. crispy chicken in Belmead. Yeah, I would. I would be in. You know what? Yeah, I'd read it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about this guy. He owns a chain of chicken restaurants with his partner Antonio. Right, and this All guy's right. name is Mitch. So his his business is Mitch's Chicken. Okay, and. Little does he know, but Antonio is actually using the restaurant as a front to stro- smuggle drugs, heroin. Oh wow! So um, it starts twist. off. It starts off. The art is beautiful. It's very. It looks good. It looks like a. It's like a cross between Bilson Kevich and Mitch Gerard's. Like, yeah. Very uh, abstract, but also very formulated and constructed very well. I so. was going to say Mitch Gerard's. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Right? It sounds like the plot of Breaking Bad. It kind of is like Gus Fring. Like yeah, he owned a Gus chicken Fring restaurant. Is, and he uh, smuggled uh, drugs. Uh, yeah. So you start off with this guy. Pollos Hermanos. Yeah, yeah. Los yeah. Pollos Hermanos. It, it, yeah, exactly. I dig it, man. So you, it starts off with this guy. He's having a normal interaction with his family in the morning. His kids are asking for shit. Like, I'm supposed to go on this trip with my friends. Like, do you have the money for my school? His wife's like, are you going to pick up the kids from soccer practice? Like, he's very overwhelmed in the morning. He's like, I'm just trying to get to my chicken place. Um, he gets there. There's a fire. Chicken place is burned down. His Antonio is trying to chalk it up to... Well, the burners are bad. The, mm. the fryers are bad. Mm. All of a sudden, these Russian gangsters guys showed up. They're like <gasps> gasps, gasps in Spanish. Gasps in Spanish. <laughs> They're like, we fucking did this. Where's our you know million point six million dollars? Yeah. And Mitch is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, who are right. you? Yeah. Why are you in my restaurant? Like, what's going on? And the intensity for like half the book is him trying to understand. Why these guys have just bum rushed his What's business? What's going on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All while his his buddy Antonio is like blowing his phone up, thinking, "Hey, you need to come down here. Like, I need to talk to you." And he's thinking, "Oh, it's something with an employee, or it's something with you know the inventory." Little does he know, Antonio is trying to tell him, "Like, hey, man, just so you know, I fucked up. I was trying to sell drugs. Now the place is burned down." So he walks into this whole mess of stuff. Um, he he gets in contact with the the boss leader of who's doing all this. Is like, look, man, you got to have my money. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you're tied to Antonio. But if you don't have my money, I'm coming for everybody you love. Puts his family on a yacht. We're going to do vacation stuff. All his kids are like, why are we doing vacation stuff? We never do family activities together. Like, you run a business. Like, what's up? Typical American family. Right? (laughs) Boom. Yacht blows up. He thinks his, as what I'm assuming, he thinks that his family is, is dead. Is dead. Yeah. So, um, but he's still stuck. His mother, for some reason, which is, this is the cool part. His mother is an integral character, but they're hiding her backstory. She's in jail for some reason. Okay. And he goes to her for advice. Like, what do I do? I've got these people after me. You've been involved in crazy shit. What What is the next step? See, I love scenes like that. Whenever yeah. they have to go to the person that's locked up. Yeah. To get advice. It's like, it's talking, he's talking to his mother and she can't say too much because. That's dumb, Joey. I like that's it. That's dumb. Listen, 
Listen, if I have to go to somebody who's locked up <laughs> for advice, <laughs> clearly I'm not in the right headspace because they got okay. locked up. They got caught. <laughs> Dude, whatever they were doing, they did not do it well. Wait, wait, wait. So did you watch you the say, wire? Wait, wait, wait. So why you say that, Danny? Apparently his mom is awaiting trial because she's like, he's like, in the story, he's like, what did you do? I know you stabbed those four. And she's like, what are you talking about? I didn't do anything. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, this yeah, didn't happen. Like, she's still on trial. So it's she's a she's a character in the story, but we don't know how she's involved right. yet. Um, so anyway, um, the last scene, fast forward to the last scene of the book. Um, he's like, the, his buddy Antonio's like, look, I got everything that can make this better. Okay, I know your family's died in this boat crash. Like, but I can fix it. And this was a whole move. He tells him, go to the locker at whatever store and open locker number 4C or whatever, and you'll find what you need to make this all better. He opens it up. It's the heroin. So while he's telling him, like, hey, man, I know something that can fix this. Like, I know your 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 family's dead. Also, I kind of stole the heroin. So. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, like, the guy, the guy yeah. stole the heroin that the cartel yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like. So triggered now, all the this chain of events. So now this guy comes in wherever he's at and is like, what are you doing? He's like, that's a lot of smack, has a gun in his face. Guy slips on some heroin, blasts his own face off. Like, now. Oh, wow. Now, yeah. now Mitch is like, fuck, what do I do? I've never seen a dead person in my life. This guy just blew <laughs> his own brains out. Like, do I fix him? Do I call the cops? Do I, Like, I'm involved in shit. And that's where it ends. So it's pretty good. But I'd also like to point out, I feel like this is very Danny. We talked about it on our break. I was like, Danny's in the, like the first few pages of this comic. So there's a part where Mitch gets held up by one of these Russian guys, right? And the guys, they, they break in and they're like, uh, oh, wait, let me find it. It's like, oh, yeah, you mess with the wrong guys. And these guys are stupid, right? Like, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Um, I'm loving it already. Yes. He goes... <laughs> He goes, he goes, uh, the guy is like, Thomas, Thomas Corvecki, remember my name. It's the last thing you're going to see before I kill you. And then Mitch That's goes, tight. are you going to write it down and show me? <laughs> I'm seriously asking, like, how is your name going to be the last thing I see? He's just like, <laughs> and I instantly thought, like, that's fucking Danny. Like, this, this motherfucker would have a gun to his head and still be a sarcastic <laughs> asshole. Like, Yep. Oh my God. I was like, but yeah, so it's a great read. I'm very excited (laughs) where this is going to go. I mean, I was not expecting this. I'm going to pick it up. I thought you were joking when you brought this show. When I ordered this, I got this from Comic Kingdom of Canada. Shout out. I normally get a lot of my new releases from there just because you can pre order from their site and you're guaranteed to have the book. They put it in your pool, you pay for it, you get it in the mail. It's a little bit later than like a new issue. But sometimes when I go into Bankston's, they don't have it because they're out. Because yeah, they sell out. It out. So, so sometimes the stories that I think might be hot because whether they're collectors' items or whether they're yeah. going to be a good story, I just order it from them. So right, nice. like yeah, um, a lot Kingdom of indie of books. Canada. A lot of indie books. Bankston's, mm-hmm. uh, they do a great job, but they also they only order like maybe a handful. Yeah, because you know you want to. I'm not. I'm, I don't want to speculate. And I know Banks doesn't want to speculate. <laughs> but they really, you know, only carry what they think they can sell. So if a book looks 
wild, like an independent book. They might be able to only sell three to five issues. Right. So right. they'll only order three to five copies of that issue. Right. Right. If it looks like it's going to be gangbusters, yeah. they'll order 20. Like, I remember when Jupiter's Legacy came out, the first issue was, they, they clearly had like 30 issues, 30 copies mm-hmm. of that first issue. But then as you started reading it, it, it started to dwindle down to like 15, 10 copies per issue. Yeah. So. But yeah, so this was a fun read. I recommend it for anyone who can get their hands on it. I think it's been out for a week while. They might nice. even have issue two out now, which I gotta nice. go check Maybe. out. But yeah. I'm definitely putting this on my pull list, and it's fun. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're splitting hairs here, how is that the last thing I see? Yeah, Your name. right, right. <laughs> this one of wears a shirt with his name on it. Yeah, Murdered. how is that gonna be possible? Murdered. It's fucking yeah. cool. I love yeah. it. Um, Danny, what'd you read? Uh, I picked up Fight Girls number four. Nice. What's happening with that? There's oh, my God. I, I've been picking them up, but I haven't been reading them. You haven't been uh, reading them? No, because I've been, like you you tell it's so cool. Yeah. And like, I've been picking up a part Aww. of like, my pool, but I haven't Thank been like you. opening it up. Aww. What you got, man? So, what happened? Well, okay. So the first three issues. As how, how many girls are we down to now? We are in the in issue four. We're down to two girls. What? Oh, shit. Down yes. that fast. I'm telling you, it that goes fast. quick. It's a six-issue series, right? It's five issues. Five, Whoa. five issues. Okay, That's okay. quick. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. That's quick. Yeah. So, Fight Girl, issue four. They're down to two girls. Issue three really took a twist because what you, what started out as uh, two protagonists fighting against each other, uh, one was uh, kind of shielded in secret like you didn't know uh, a lot of start a lot of things started to unravel around her because you had people working behind the scenes to try to figure out hey this uh contestant doesn't match up with the profile that we have for the name mm-hmm. and so you think oh well it's clearly somebody who's trying to usurp the throne and become queen to do her own bidding and that's you know throughout the book, and then there's a couple of other characters. There's one in particular who's really, and she's like a Tony Braxton type. She's that Ooh, short, yeah. Okay, okay. She's a chocolate drop <laughs> with short hair. Yeah. I wouldn't. No, know. I, but only, I only have eyes for Kate. So same. I mean, Christina. Where yeah. Kate? What? <laughs> Mono and I are gonna fight. No. Uh, I love my wife. No, but this this uh, this contestant, she's got short blonde hair. She's yeah. African American or, or African whatever yeah. because this is an alien planet, and so she's the main uh, antagonist against the protagonist, who you oh. think is a protagonist, uh, who has one eye. She's got an eye patch, so obviously she's oh, dangerous. Shit. Yeah. But like I said, things are working to get in the background yeah. where they're starting to discover she's not who she claims to be. And issue three, like, really turns things on their head where the main antagonist, the uh, African woman, is murdered. And so you think now there's a clear path to the throne oh, for this person. You think it's like the finish line, like, oh, yeah. the book's about to end. Yeah, like, no, no. And we so, get to issue four, and there's this, like, out of nowhere uh, brunette with, a like, a white streak in her hair. 
Like she's been in the competition from the beginning. Oh. But there she's been like background. Hidden. Far back. Yeah. Fuck. Background, you know, nothing yeah, phenomenal no, about her. She's yeah, just yeah. been she's been able to survive. Wow. And the final competition between the last two is a fight, like a three round fight. Um and she just basically comes out. This chick with uh picture Stacy London from uh What Not to Wear. I love Stacy London. Um she's got this like like skunk stripe, kinda like rogue. Yeah. You know? right. But she's got a like a, a oh, smaller like eighties like rogue where it's like down in the middle. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um anyways, this girl has the same thing. And she beats the brakes off this chick Dang. with the eye patch to become queen ruler. Like nothing, bro. Just, yeah. Just, well, wow. okay. So they go back and forth. But oh, okay. in the third round, she just like really Fuck. cuts loose and is like, all right, this is mine to lose. Not even mine to win. I've already got it in the bag. I don't care if we split the first two rounds. Shit. It's mine to lose because I know you put the money on the table. I'm taking it. So now Damn. the final issue is going to be massive, right? The final like, issue has to be massive God because dang. it's this is this woman who's been working Fuck. against uh the government or whatever, the monarchy yeah. that's set in stone trying to take over it. Plus this woman who out of nowhere becomes queen. And that like that's how issue four ends. She's just crowned queen. And that can't like they can't abide because uh there's another person who actually sent the woman in the eye patch into the competition. You, like you find that out in issue oh. four. He sent her into the competition. She's like a ringer. Yes. Like- He's she's their ringer, fuck, damn, and she loses. Damn. So is that so, so? The the girl that was sent in was that organization like were they trying to control the whole thing from the get go or we're gonna find out in issue five? Damn. It's all gonna be revealed. Yeah, because like now, re- now I'm thinking if that that organization might have been setting this up from the get go, like, you know, right? Because from the very because beginning. it wasn't Maybe. revealed like it wasn't revealed right like why they're put on the island or anything. Or the, so the the queen the sitting queen at the time in issue one finds out quote unquote that she can't have kids, right. meaning she can't continue the lineage of rulership, so she must abdicate her throne. She Got must it. leave. Got it. And so now they hold a competition with ten contestants from the different regions. I, I guess. I guess if you would consider Waco the kingdom, the surround, the mm. ten surrounding counties and townships and cities. You know, you would take like one competitor for, like one competitor from Robinson, one competitor from Hewitt, one competitor from Woodway. One competitor from Belmead, hey. which I'd be I'd be scared <laughs> because I know that Belmead character would carry pocket sand oh, and just be blinding motherfuckers. <laughs> motherfuckers when I care, bro. Like, right? Anything to get ahead. Carry a razor blade in her mouth. Oh, bro. <laughs> Here, I brought you this Christy Burger. I know I'm right? saving it for me, but take a bite. There's fucking razor blades and shit. It just broken like, glass, shattered glass. Book. Just like in the Bell real burgers. Right? For real. <laughs> just like in the real burgers. Yeah. Christy Burgers. Now with 50% more shattered glass. We love Christy's Burgers here. They're really good. Do not take what we're saying literally. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So... Oh my so God, it, ends, on, it ends on that cliffhanger okay, yeah. of that one becoming queen. Like you thought <laughs> yeah. it was going towards the yeah. chick with the eye patch, 
Damn. No, it like totally turns Fuck, on. That's her. crazy. That's yeah. Tight. So now I'm like waiting for uh, issue five. Just like, oh, what's gonna happen? Is Damn. uh, is Frank Tro? Is he keeping his same energy throughout the book? Oh man, like, like yeah. yeah. So usually an artist will decline in the middle of a run or something, and you'll see like, oh, yeah. well, he's being lazy in this. Yeah. In this, or that you know they're really they like put a couple of pages really quick, like they might have. They might have had a deadline or something. Yeah. No, Frank Cho's energy throughout this whole book Damn. has been Fuck. the same. Like he's really, Shit. you know, nice. I don't want to say it's the book of his lifetime because I really think that book was Mighty Avengers. Oh, yeah. But Ooh, he's yes. having so much fun with this oh, right now. Dude, that's nice. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, you can tell that he's having a lot of fun with it. Nice. Are any of those issues uh, supersized or are they all the standard? They're like all the, sa- the standard 22 issues. Nice. And that's from AWA Studios. Nice. Oh, nice. So you can hit up your... Man, comp- they've been putting out some good books. They got a lot of good creators. They uh, There's some. There's one book that I've read from them, uh, Not All Robots. I think I told yeah. you, I, I mentioned it before on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like two or three issues out now. Probably. I need nice. to go check it out. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they've been making some really good books. Yeah. Nice, man. Um. But uh, I I actually only read one book. What'd you read? Ours. Oh! <laughs> and that crowd goes crazy. <laughs> That's for real, for real. I, I really I really only read one book this so whole you, like last yeah. Two weeks. So if you guys didn't miss our last episode, um, we finished. We wrapped up. Plus our book Waco. is our book it's is at done. the printers. We're waiting on proofs yeah. to approve everything. Yep. And man, it should be hitting shelves soon. Yeah. So what do you think, Joey? Man, I. What do you think of the writer? <laughs> yeah, I thought, man, I thought I thought he did way too much. What, man, are, what about I, the artist, bro? Those faces, they could have a little work. He could have worked on his faces a little. No, if y'all want to, if y'all want to know more about the about our book, uh, make sure you check out the previous episode that was released just yeah. before this one because we we go in depth about the beginning. Yeah, we yeah. do go in depth. But what? But like, what yeah. did you really think about it? Yeah, I I loved it. Yeah, I. I hate saying that I loved it because I feel this it's just so biased, war- biased and warranted. Yeah. But we um, we set out to make a book that we would love to find on the shelves. Like that from the mission. That was the mission from the yeah. get go is to make a book that we would, could find on the shelves and fall in love with. And I think we Dude. did it. Okay, okay. I'm gonna. So you say you loved it, but you say uh, that you're coming from a spot or a place of super bias. But I think that you're you're vindicated in saying that because mm-hmm. while you did write the original story, we all looked at it absolutely and were able to able to make it really work, absolutely. able to make it sing. You know, it's like, n- it's not coming from a place of you. Hey guys, I finished this book. What do y'all think? And then we're like, oh, here's some smiles. Yeah, no. you literally yeah. came to us with a story, and we all said, "Dude, let's make this epic. Let's yeah. make this epic. Let's, let's make it better. It's good, but it could be better. Yes, yeah. you know. So let's do that. And then the final product is what we all like. All of our input. So in our eyes, it should be perfect. Right? It should yeah. be. It should be. You should be. This is great. This is you, fun. Yeah, this yeah, is, well, yeah. That's, then, that's the thing. Yes. Da- Danny has said a comment on uh, on our chat whenever we were uh, right before we sent the printer. It's like. What else do we need? And I was like, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we can just sit on it for a day or two. He's like, Do you want it? How can you want it more perfect? You yeah. said more 
perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, quote unquote. Right. I just I don't know. That hits well, because you did all the steps, bro. Yeah. yeah. You you did all the steps twice over. We checked ourselves twice over. We put in the work. Oh, we took so much oh, time in yes. editing. Yes. In going over like not guys, just editing, oh, not just man. editing the script. But editing the final book, I, yeah. I think we oh, went, dude, like dude, four there rounds was, there on was the dialogue. Time, dude, there was times where I woke up in the morning and there's like fucking 30 messages in the chat of Joey and Danny <laughs> just like, dude, what about this bubble? Like, what about this? I, like, I, yeah. I, felt, like, I yeah. felt like the dialogue needed to be really tight. Yeah. You know, the yeah. story and the dialogue needed to be tighter. It couldn't just like some throwaway lines. Okay, so an example, we have a character who's like a 30s style, 30s or 40s style gangster from Chicago. Sly. Sly, yeah. yeah. And he says, fuck. And I'm like, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Right. I don't. I, I feel like at that time they wouldn't have used that vernacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be something. We need yes. to change that to yes. fit the setting. Yeah, like yes. upgrades. Yeah. Like there, there's a line in there. Uh, and um, so, so for those of you all that... that We'll end up reading the book. Uh, Sly has the Silver Force, and the Silver Force is uh, the, the, the powers that are attuned to them by Dios, the God of Gods, right? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so the power kind of morphs to them and morphs from their personality. Sly being a gangster, being a businessman, first and foremost, he flips shit all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So his power, whenever he pulls out his pocket knife, he flips. He transforms it into a sword, mm -hmm. right? And so I, uh, I at first I said, "Whoa, talk about an upgrade!" Yeah. And then I, we were going the edits. And I think it was like maybe the third or fourth round. It was up there, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh and yeah. I had to look. I was like, "Wait a minute, upgrade." Well, he's supposed to be from the forties, right? Yeah. Let me exactly. look it up. And then I looked it up. <laughs> yeah. Upgrade wasn't really a term that was used until the seventies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I got to change that. Yeah. You know. So it's just it's tiny little stuff like that. It's, yeah, little things. But we that's wanted what, to make sure. But that's what made it, man. Like. So close to us. So we weren't worried about getting the, like, trust me, in times, Danny was so frustrated in chat yeah. where he was honest, like, for real. For, I know we joke about pages and we joke, but like, Danny was like, dude, we have to get this book out. Yeah. But even in that, that mindset of we have to get it out, Danny still wanted everything to be pristine, yeah. everything to be on point. Yeah. And that says a lot about a creator. That says about how much we really put into this, you know. So a shout out to every single one of the supporters. Yeah, for being, man. Like not not only so patient, but that could have they, they could have easily have just turned on and yes. say, "Hey, we want our product right now." Mm -hmm. But thank and you people for were still promoting us. Yeah, and still yeah. shouting yeah. us out on podcasts and like we're so excited. We yeah. know these guys are working hard, so we do appreciate you guys for that. So but and we I, have learned from this oh. one. We're hopefully streamlining. Yeah, as we as we continue on, we're hopefully streamlining streamlining uh, the next releases. Yes, so That's yeah, right. going forward. Yeah. So cool, man. Please we'll, stick with us because we have so oh, much dude, exciting guys. stuff. We our so chat. Much. We wish you guys could see our chat, bro. Definitely. Yeah. We no. wish you guys, but we don't no. want to spoil anything. <laughs> not no, all no, of it. No, not, not all of it. it. Not not the parts where Joey calls people uh, janitors. Yeah, janitors. <laughs> no, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about. I don't want nobody seeing our uh, shit. And like, hey, man, that's a really great idea. What if it was my oh, great yeah. idea? Yeah. Mm. So it could have been mm. yours when I pitched it to you, asshole. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. True, sorry. True, 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 true. Vent, true. vent, vent. It's all good. All right, so that's all what we read this week. We wanted to 
we and I know it's a little bit longer than normal, but we really didn't touch on it last episode because we got tied up and and it was a very emotional episode for us. So yeah, it was. So we talked about what we read this week, and uh, now we're gonna jump into our topic for today. Our main topic our for main today. Topic. And, and it follows into the news. And yeah, it's new. It falls into the news because it's all yeah, news. It's yeah. all, all news. news. Yep. <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, were aware, but recently, uh, DC Comics, Warner Brothers Studios, had their second annual. DC Fandom event. Fandom. Fandom. Yeah. Weren't you guys supposed to be a part of the first one? Bro, we don't want to talk about no. that. <laughs> we we want to be still supportive. Salty. We're still salty, bro. Still salty. We want to be a part of it still, so in future yeah. years. So we're not going to bash it too hard. Yeah. But it's a good year, event. It's a good event. It, it is a really good event. So last, I think last year's was vastly different from this year's. Yes. So, so what is, if you could put it in a sentence, what is DC Fandom? So, is it a Comic-Con? or So what DC is Fandom was created over covid okay covid shut a lot of cons down yeah. a lot of conventions a lot of stuff down and what dc did which was actually really smart was they decided we want to put a virtual platform together for fans we want fans to still be in the loop on what's going on what we have planned for tv shows movie media and they had already started pulling away from conventions yes. to begin with anyways right i think they were only doing like two or three big conventions like chicago new york San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. They weren't doing a lot of smaller conventions. Right. Right. Uh, and so what they did is they just uh, consolidated a bunch of their news items and their premieres and things that they were going to show at conventions and then just uh, developed their own convention. Like uh, Disney. Disney has the D23. Yeah. Oh, D23. yes. Annually yeah, yeah. down in Florida. Yeah. And Warner Brothers just said, well, we can do that too. Right. We, we have a film and TV. Uh, as well as the publishing and animated studios. Right, right. Why aren't we doing this? Yeah, so it's their second year, and they feature a bunch of stuff. They feature what's coming out in media, games. Um, they feature some artwork, fan art, from photos from home, I think, which is really good because um, while it's kind of like you don't get that in-person interaction, you also get stuff that you could never do. Like they had a whole feature of Super Pets, and anybody who dressed their pets up as super pets got their their Instagram handle on their pet picture, which was really cool. You yeah, know? Tight. so they did that um, this year. They went a little bit bigger. They they started expanding across states in Dallas, Texas at the art museum there. They had uh, Jim Lee at the AT&T Center, Wait, at not the, the art okay, center, okay. the AT&T Center. Yeah. Jim Lee was actually a, uh, did a bunch of pinups designs of characters, Batman, Poison Ivy, Cyborg, all the Justice League. And you were they they it's crazy. They LED lit it on these pillars mm. to where you could see the start process of like Jim Lee's pencils all the way to like Scott Williams inks to Alex Sinclair's colors all in live time like wow. a, like a time lapse but on these huge pillars so you could literally see a piece get created in a fraction of minutes and it was really cool man i forgot that alex sinclair was like a top-notch that dude, colorist bro that dude is so so we went to uh WonderCon and he was at his booth and he was like selling Girl Scout cookies for his daughter, like or like trying to raise some money for his daughter's volleyball team or something. All right. And his prizes, like you did a raffle, right? So you donated five. How many tickets you wanted to buy? And his raffle prizes were freaking ridiculous. Like 
he had one prize was like a his full, daughter's so a, lucky a full run of like the harley quinn run Seriously. like a full like literally the new 52 she won. yeah the new 52 harley quinn run which is like 60 issues you got all those yeah. issues signed by him you got uh exclusive Damn. the top prize was like an original dk3 uh original art like the like the original page like it's crazy for the girl scout cookies. and just for his yeah. just for his daughter's volleyball <laughs> team the, yeah just for his daughter's volleyball team and that's, that's what he was auctioning i know out. i know i've seen jim lee post up outside of like a ralph's Fuck. selling girl scout cookies for his daughter as yeah. well just giving away free sketches yeah and yeah, like, yeah fuck bro. you come here that's whenever we have made it Dude. Whenever we can when I'm supporting my, I'm already supporting my kids. <laughs> That's not when I made it. I made it when I can like fucking go pick them up in a helicopter. Like, <laughs> That's when I made it. Shout out to Kanye East. Yeah, Kanye East showing up in a helicopter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kanye East. He's gonna show up, man. Oh man. So but DC yeah. fandom. Yeah. So we, it's uh, a big we, event. We got hit with a bunch of news from uh, a ton of news. Oh, from movies. But it's, it's all it's all movie, TV, and film uh, and video game. Yes. Video game. They had a few comic announcements, not much. The big one was the milestone announcement, yeah. which we talked about uh, previously. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the Wonder Woman 80th anniversary. Yes, the That's Wonder right. Woman 80th. Mm-hmm. Man, that that those seem like they hit as a one, two, three, like a because like Superman's 80th hit yes. a few years ago, Batman's oh, 80th God. hit like yeah. two years ago. Wait, and now it, Wonder Woman and Green Lantern too, right? Was Green Lantern? He had one, I believe. Was it seventieth? No, had it been seventieth? Had it been? Had it been? It was a lower tier. Sixtieth? Because he was made in what the seventies? No, no, he, he was, was made in the forties. Okay, the 40s. so there's a there's Fuck, a Alan Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, there's a there's a big divide. Well, Jordan, so you've got to go through say. the golden age to the silver age. Alan Scott, the first Green Lantern, and then the silver age. Hal Jordan, the second Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, that, Alan Scott was like what forty two. Forty-two, yeah. something like it. Yeah, yeah. So they had a lot of mysticism in the mm-hmm. in the origins, in the origins. Origins. <laughs> the it wasn't. It wasn't the sci-fi. Origins. That was wild. It in w- the origins yeah. of the DC universe, they had a lot of mysticism <laughs> yeah. in the origins. Because he wasn't really sci-fi. He was more. He had this like big purple cloak. Yeah. yeah. But in the very, in the sixties, yeah. that's when they brought sci-fi, right. the sci-fi element into yes. like the Flash and Green Lantern yeah. and all the characters moving forward. Yeah. 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 So he might have had one. Yeah. But yeah, but the big ones like like you said, Danny, like, were Superman, Superman Batman, Batman, and, and Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman, the Trinity, yeah. the big so, three, yeah, Trinity, bro. She had her 80th, and fucking Wonder Woman's a badass, bro. Like Kate, that's like when we got together. Like she has a massive Wonder Woman collection, and it's I've never died that's into crazy. Wonder Woman. It's crazy well, to think you about. Think about it. Wonder Woman was probably the first primary mm-hmm. female character yeah. that wasn't sexualized to yeah. be a great character. Wasn't she? Um, like she was. I mean, hey, yeah, granted, she was. She was, was but just, it was in a different. It was a different. Let me put it into perspective. No, because a different it, manner. Yes, because Greek mythology is always tied to sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in her case, she was an empowered sexual icon. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't like oh, she yeah. was used as a throwaway towel. She was no. Like, she was the one who would. Uh, I don't know if we can say this. Uh, I mean, I'm Peggy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joey, Joey looks uh, so confused. He's like, young, what is pegging? No, 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 no. I, it's a fuck. You did say that. Okay. I Urban just, Urban Dictionary, young, Joey. Uh, you youngin. <laughs> you young sprout. Spring chicken. Like She wore me, the pants. Like, at some point, you're going to want your prostate massage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking podcast that we are. <laughs> are, are Man, we this turned into Andrew the public affairs super fast. <laughs> right? Are we on Andrew G's podcast? I just need I to know. I know. I know. <laughs> No, I feel like he's gonna come in like Chris Hansen, like fucking <laughs> like Andrew D. Hey, like, Andrew, like, Andrew, go yeah, and show up. Like, <laughs> Welcome to the boat fair. Why don't you have a seat right there? <laughs> no, but Wonder but Woman no, was a yes. super empowered, and yes. she took matters into her own hands. Right. Uh, the only way she was sexualized was when they binded her up. With her own lasso, yeah, which she almost always found a way to get out of, yeah. right? Yeah, so I mean, it it she's a powerful character. Mm-hmm. She's very uh, feminist, very feminist centric, woman centric, yeah. and like her 80th man. To oh. to think that a character has existed for 80, 80 years in a male driven, yeah, like, a male driven oh. industry, and that Damn. goes to think like, look, these superheroes, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. We grew up with them, yeah. like, whether like you or not, you were born and you heard of these names, whether it was through a cartoon, through comic books, through books, through movies, television shows, and they're not even 100 years old. They're still so new. I, I don't know about you, bro, but Linda Carter was, that was Bay back in the day, bro. That was, I was tuned into Wonder Woman. My mom idolized I didn't even, Linda I didn't even know, like, I didn't care about Wonder Woman, but I cared about Linda Carter. Like, she was bad, bro. Man. It's, it's, it's Linda Carter is still bad. She is. I don't. Yes. I don't. Man, she can still get it. Yes. <laughs> oh, bro. I've got, got, I've got the, friends. Uh, I've got friends. I've got buddies. Uh, and like, anytime Wonder Woman will crow, uh, the Linda Carter Wonder Woman comes across his Facebook uh, feed, he has to share it. He has to share the, it. Uh, he has to post it. And like, man, yeah, I get it. Damn. I'll be saying Adriana Padalecki. Padalecki. Oh, Padalecki. Padalecki. Yeah, uh, she was. She, she played a filmer for the 2011 TV show that never aired. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. She, man, she would have been a good too. Uh, I, I think so. She so she played Lady J in the GI Joe movie, and oh, like, oh eh, no. that's her. No, yeah, no, no. I'm good. Uh, Pass. But DC fandom. Um, DC so that was, that's uh, the can, that's the comic portion. So we had yeah. Wonder Woman 80th, and then the milestone initiative. The milestone, milestone initiative, initiative, which we touched which on. I think we're we're all gonna submit. We to are going to submit, and we do yeah. we do encourage other creators. If you color. are a creator, if yes. you're a writer, if you're an artist, if you're a penciler, an inker, a colorist, whatever, submit yes. to the milestone I, initiative. Yes. they're taking all kinds of people of color yes. and outliers. I don't, man, I feel bad saying allies. They're not outliers. Diverse. Yeah. Diverse. Diverse creators. Yes. yes. Underrepresented. Uh, underrepresented. Underrepresented. So that includes people of color and LGBTQIA character uh creators. What right. about what about pumpkin face? Is that go oof. for it, man. Go for it. I uh I don't know the <laughs> I don't website. Know. I don't know. It's their season. They might oh, be offended. I don't know the name it. of the website, but as of today, the twenty third you have 21 days to apply. 21 days. When you go to the website, I don't know the name of the website, yeah. search in DC Milestone Initiative application, and when you find it, there is a clock on it. Yeah. 
And when I saw that clock on there, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, so, like, for creatives, for for all of that, um, you will you will go in and, and you're going to want to do it early. Yeah. By the time this airs, you'll have two weeks. So you're gonna want you're gonna want to answer the questions. There's a questionnaire. There's a submission portal mm-hmm. for samples, and then there's a a short essay yeah. portion. Yep. So the questionnaire you want to answer it as as soon as you can. Uh, yes. The submission portal is going to take about um, two to three days because they're asking you if you're a writer to write an eight page sample off a prompt. Yeah. If you're an artist, penciler, inker, colorist, whatever. They're gonna want a three-page yes. sample from you. Three-page sample that you've done. Now, don't get discouraged if you get too busy and you can't do these qualifications. At least submit something. Yeah. Because yeah. if anything, now that's not saying don't put it on the back burner until last minute. Try to do the three pages. Try to do the eight-page writing. Try to do the eight-page story. Try to do that. But if you can't submit your three-page story, submit your one-page sequential. Submit something that they know that you're at least willing to get your voice out there. I think that's really big on what what um, the guys at Milestone, like Dennis Cowan, are trying to do. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. So make sure to at least to submit something. But like Danny said, you should have plenty of time, especially if you're in this stuff and you're trying to make it in this industry. You should have plenty of time to do something like that. So yeah, it's, such, it's such a wonderful thing. It is. Like it is. Thinking of there's a chance that we could apply for right. for that and even get the yeah. the moment of them replying right, back to right, us. Right, 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 right. And it just gets your radar. It just gets you on the radar. That's the biggest thing in this industry is to get on the radar. Oh, yeah, that was that one guy that had that one original character. He couldn't draw, but it was a cool original character. Yeah, they don't call or it breaking could, in for nothing. Or he could draw, but that was a shitty. Yeah, exactly. Breaking in for nothing. Like, he could draw, but he drew a stupid original character. Like, it's a dumb concept. But he can draw. He has technique. He can. So, the, yeah, the website is warnermediaaccess.submittable.com. Warner oh. Like, it's a mouthful. Legit. Nice. But just, yeah, just search Milestone Initiative, yes. and it'll bring you oh. to the portal. And you'll you'll create a login, a user login, password, blah, blah, blah. You answer questions, you, and then you take their prompt and do your thing with it and go forth. And go if, forth and, and prosper. If you, and if you don't have any original ideas or any original, good, go back to these guys' original contact. Uh, yeah. Icon and Rocket, uh, Hardware, uh, Static Shock. Redraw some panels. Just get a comic and redraw it how you would want to redraw it. How find you would find the script. Yes. Find the script. Yes. Don't don't like trace or mm. or. Or be yes. try try not. I I find this so hard to do. Try not to be influenced yeah. by a, like if it's a book that already exists. Try not to be influenced by that book. If I you got, guys are looking for scripts, head over to freescriptsonline.org. Yeah, and right there they have a sequential section, and you can find scripts from people like Scott Snyder, from uh, Brian Michael Bendis. I got the best advice one time. It was like from an artist. Who was it? Oh, Todd Knox sent me this when I met him. He was like, find a comic of an artist that you don't like, that you absolutely don't read, a, a book that you don't read, 
and take that page, look at a page and redraw it how you would redraw it. That's good how, advice. How, That's how, really good advice. Or how you would tell the story because you know you're not going to try to emulate. I love Jim Lee. I love Travis Sheree. I love Carrie Nord. That's really good advice. And if I take, if I look at Carrie Nord's work or, um, you know, Ron Garney. Carrie Nord, super underrated. Ron yes. Garney, super underrated. Super underrated. And I, I love them. And if I look at them book, I'm going to want to emulate them because I Definitely. respect them so yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, But if I take a book of an artist that I don't even read, I don't even look at, I'm not going to be focused on the art. I'm going to be focused on what do I want to do on the paper. So do that. That might help you break into that sequential mold or break into that that area of the unknown that you're not used to. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So so anyway, so the comic portion, milestone, 80th Wonder Woman. What's the fun stuff? The fun news that you guys the are excited fun about? News. Oh, let's dive in. Let's yeah. dive on in. So before before we hop into that, if you're applying, good luck because so are we. Yeah, and we're bringing that heat, so you yeah. better too. Bring it now for the fun stuff. I uh man, there was so much. There's so much. They so they I, released like what a plethora of movie trailers fun slash stuff. behind the scenes. I think every video single games like fuck, bro. We uh, I think animated almost, series. Uh, There's a bat a Batmobile series. Is that right? Like a, dude, there is a Batmobile a, cars. There's like, it's like a cars, but for DC. Yes, <laughs> DC vehicles. Yeah. So you're gonna get the Batmobile, a Robin. Does Superman shoes get a, a, a thing? Does that count? Because Superman he just flies. No. You'll get a Robin cycle. You get a Batgirl cycle. I think what? Who else has vehicles? Batman. Is, is it? Are they anthropomorphic? Yes. So you've seen the movie Cars. Right. Yes. All the vehicles are in Just the loot of DC cars. DC cars. But it's it's really only Gotham cars okay. for now. Okay, okay. They haven't yeah. they haven't opened it up to like an invisible jet or a Superman punch punch machine. I think that's weird. Whatever. But then I think that's probably for like children and yeah. I'm not. But that them. I mean that looks fun. That looks so much fun. Cause they've got like all the Robins and I'm so excited for the fun stuff, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Like, I love fun stuff. I don't even care anymore. I, you know, Joey's in, Joey's in that era yeah. where you're in your 20s and yeah. you just hate everything. I was in that era. Let yeah. me tell you. No, I'm, I'm not saying, embrace I'm not, it. Embrace it because when you come out of it, I feel like you're more enlightened. You're more. You're I'm not more, saying that Joey still hates everything. Yeah. I, I think I held on to my hate way oh, too long. Oh, I did. But too. now I'm in the age where I'm like, you know what? It's fun. Let's let's go laugh at it. Let's go have fun. I because I I mm-hmm. you spend too much time hating stuff, and it it literally rots your body from the inside. Yeah, well, because oh, here I I of, still do hate things. Well, to kind of rewind it, so like, but I pick and choose. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally think that the the Gotham cars. I think that's silly as shit. I I do hate that. I just I think this, this I think this dumb. this from the fighting food on yes coming from <laughs> bro what was the wrestler show ultimate muscle this coming from the <laughs> guy ultimate muscle dude you poured you a cup of Fruit Loops you I sat did. down in your training wears you did. watched that show I now come did. from it from a kid who maybe even like be autistic or something who just loves cars and this show is gonna be a formative yeah. point for them like, yeah I remember the uh the what you call it uh crypto the super dog yeah. show yes I fucking love that show oh that was so good I would much rather so than good. have the pet show well you're gonna get one you're, you're gonna get one. a movie 
What? The Super Pets movie starring Dwayne Dwayne The Rock Johnson and and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Chris Hart. Kevin Hart. Hold on. Kevin Hart. Wait, wait, wait. Let me explain. Let me explain. It's a movie about Super Pets. It's going to have all the Super Pets. It's going to have Crypto. It's going to have Ace the Bat Hound. It's going to have the Super, the the Farm Super Animals. Mm -hmm. Will it have Super Girls Unicorn? Wait, what? No, what? no, you don't. Oh, See, you know this it, is how this is how I know cool. Joey. Cool. Do you think it doesn't have read a, comics? Right. Because he's just a horse. Comic is <laughs> a super horse. He's not a unicorn. Okay. Sure? Now and he, he used to be a dude. Yeah. Right? He he trans oh, he transforms no. into a dude when a comet like flies over the earth or something. Guys. Fucking nerd. <laughs> see what see, see guys when you don't submit questions, we have to listen to Danny and Joey go at it. When you don't submit questions. Submit but, your questions but and I concerns. Learned, but I learned that Comet, the super horse, is not a unicorn. Uh, he's not a unicorn. Right. So this movie has yes. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm. Is it animated or is it like it's animated? animated. Okay. It's animated. So it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, nice, Keanu Reeves, what? John Fuck Krasinski, yeah. Fuck yeah, Kate McKinnon, Natasha Leone, Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil could get it all day. Uh, <laughs> she was a Tahani. Yes. From uh, what's the um, the uh, Good Place? Good Place. The yes. Good Place. Yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, Diego Luna, Diego Luna, beautiful eyes. Yes, I love his eyes. Uh, Vanessa Bayer and Mark Maron. Oh what's, man, what's I the, love Mark Maron. What's the studio that's doing it? It's isn't it Warner Brothers? Is it Warner Brothers? Like they're doing I the mean, animation stuff. Oh yeah, why wouldn't they? <laughs> huh. I love Stage Mark Maron. Yes. I love his grumpy comedic yes. attitude. You know. He's like, did y'all, uh, what's meh. the wrestling show? Glow Girls? Is it Glow? Glow. 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 Gorgeous glow. Ladies of Wrestling. Oh, he was so, oh that's yeah, so good. So, so good in good. that. So good. Yeah. So anyway, Super Pets. Now, the only thing that I have critique-wise on this show is I feel like I wish they would have swapped roles. I wish Dwayne The Rock Johnson would have been Ace the Bat. Yes. Yeah. And Kevin Hart would have been Crypto. Because I feel like Crypto is a more loving very comedic yeah very because he has powers right he just kind of right. stumbles right. into saving the day whereas ace the bad hound really has to are they gonna turn him into like a chihuahua what no why dude i don't know i just i feel like kevin hart couldn't be like a no <laughs> because he's kevin, so short okay. Yeah. okay so the voice roles for the two main yes. characters yeah crypto the super dog is voiced by the rock yeah. right dwayne the rock johnson Ace the Bad Hound is voiced by Kevin Hart. Got yes. It. Okay. And they're like crypto. What's crypto? He's like a white pit he's bull. Like, he's like a white pit bull. Yeah, I thought. A Rottweiler? No, he's not a Rottweiler. He's like a white pit lab mix. I yeah. don't know. I see him as a very regal dog. Yeah. Like a very yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Ace the Bad Hound is supposed to be like a, a very German dark shepherd. Like, like a German Shepherd yes. Doberman mix or oh, yeah. something. Like could tear you up, but he's not going to. Yeah. Like very stoic character. Stoic. So it, I I agree with Armando. I think uh, Crypto should be Kevin Hart. He's more fun loving. Yeah. More loose. More. Oh, I have power. So I just stumbled upon saving the day, which is very in the trope of comedic uh, sensual, sensual sensibilities yeah. of Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, he just like happens to be this character. Like, oh, you know, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go out and save the day today, or I may just play with this uh, ball of string. Now, being that said, the trailer that they showed at DC Fandom was really funny. I haven't seen it. The trailer it's, for the uh, they're, in, they're in like Central Park, and like Ace the Bat Hound. 
crypto's like we need to be on the lookout for danger or whatever and ace the bound is just like urinating on the fountain he's like Oh, I need to see this trailer. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I saw the trailer. Oh, it's so funny. I saw it's I saw so the funny. two interact uh pulling the like yeah, the title the together. Title. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The trailer's mm. pretty funny. So but yeah, so I think it it, it obviously it's gonna be good because I love yeah. the super pets. I wanna see if fucking what's his name? The Wonder Twins? Zeep is it Zeep? Z Z Gleep Monkey? Gleep. Gleep, Gleep the monkey. Gleep. Yeah. I wonder if he'll be in there. I don't know. Uh they they produced a comic for the DC Super Pets, fairly recently, and it had like oh really? It had Stompa, Wonder Woman's oh, Kangaroo, God, uh, Gleep. It had uh, Supergirl's Streaky the Cat and Comet the Horse. The Horse, did not flash, the unicorn. Did, they, did a Flash have a turtle? This is like turtle, right? Are you for real? I don't know. Did he I want to say it was? Did he have the Flash Force? The flat, Did he have the access to the Speed Force? I want to say it was like. I swear. I don't know. Did. I can't remember. I, but I want to say it was a turtle. Maybe. I can only imagine like, the Flash running and like doing like, the Mario Kart moving. Those are turtle. super fun. So that that's out. We got the Super Pets. What else? What else are we excited I about? Mean, I am super hyped for uh, the Batman. I know we talked about it a little right, bit. Right, but that's like that's in our main topic. So that's right. I you, mean, I mean that. Look, the Batman is going to get anybody hyped. Yeah. Because that's the only reason why Warner Brothers continues. Yeah. To make these because of Batman, Batman we're talking about fun stuff. What, what fun, like, okay, so we got the super pets. I'll drop one. I love this new Aquaman animated series, it's hilarious. Oh, the trilogy, the trilogy on HBO Max, three parts. It's three parts, three parts. Uh, Part two came out Thursday, I think. Oh, shit, I haven't even seen the first one yet. And Danny dropped a fun fact the voice, who's voicing it, Danny? The voice character of Aquaman is actually. The dad from the Shazam movie. That is so awesome. That right? is so awesome. Yeah. I mean, like, I, y- you watch Shazam and you see the guy and like, eh, whatever. But then you see Aquaman and oh, I thought it was going to be Jason Momoa. I did too. I thought and so it, too. Yeah. It was not. It was uh, the guy because I was like, wait, it doesn't sound like Jason Momoa, yeah. but he's, he sounds like he's got more of a comedic timing. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he's more engaged in the story because Jason Momoa is just going to Jason Momoa, whatever yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah. He's just, you know, that's just who he's going to be. Um, but this guy was really, was really, you know, like aware and and in in the role Yeah, at the time. And, and Mira it, is voiced by Gillian Jacobs. Oh, from dude. community, community? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Britta, Britta you Britta. it. You totally Britted it, dude. And she's and and it, and it kind of translates from her because Mira in the show is very, let's go. We can fix this problem. We can yeah. take out these bad guys. And Aquaman's like, look, what's best for the realm? She's like, I don't care. Let's just go do it. And then she screws it up, and then she blames Aquaman for yeah. it, like. And it's so crazy because a lot of people are complaining because of the animation, right? Like, oh, the animation style. The animation style. So I don't know if you saw the recent Thundercats cartoon. They made it really cartoony and really comedic in tone. And mm. even down to the animation where it was just more of. I, I guess I would say the best thing to visualize would be kind of like a sloppy Steven Adventure Uni- Time? No, sloppy Steven Universe. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Yeah, like uh like like they didn't they didn't do twenty four frames per second. Right. They might right. have like cheaped out and did sixteen yeah. frames per second. But the animation like even 
So it was uh, the animators for Steven Universe didn't have time yeah. for Thundercats, yeah. so they brought in the second team. Yeah. <laughs> but the Aquaman, it's so it's, good it's because still he, good. He, it's because so he good. relates. Like, there's a part in the show where he's like, I mean, I can talk to fish. Like, yeah. that's my power. Like, how, how goofy you, do and, you? And you're yeah. thinking, like, he's not very confident in it, but then he goes, can you do that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't talk. I can't control like dolphins and whales and shit. So it's really like they play on that. Like we're acknowledging that you're not happy with us, but this is supposed to be a fun show. Yeah, it's, it's supposed fun. to be goofy out there. Yeah, and it's so good. The color, I love everything about it. Nice. So let's uh, let's switch to uh, one of the other animations they have coming out, which is uh, Young Justice Phantoms. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Dude. The first two episodes, I believe, out are, are out. Yeah, they're out right now. So yeah. so if uh, the Aquaman cartoons are. Super goofy. These are a complete 180 yes. in their tone yes. and presentation. So if you all remember the Teen Titans show from 2003, 2004, or 2005, right around there, that mm-hmm. kind of dark tone where it tells. Well, I would say that Young Justice even amps up from that because if if you've ever watched the previous seasons, they incorporate the actual Justice League. Yeah. So you get a sense of that kind of I think you know, the this- Justice League animated series. Along with the new films that they were doing, like uh, Dark Side War and all that stuff, involved in this show. Yeah. So it's a little bit more. Crisis on Two Earths. Yes, Crisis on Two yeah. Earths. It's you, honestly, I think yeah. Young Justice is probably the most mature stuff, m- mature content they have coming out out of their TV realm. I would say too, they do touch on like Speedy's uh, addiction. Yeah. And all that kind of things, and like Connor's struggle with. Dating and being my, a my biggest deal was the fact that Clark Kent struggled with Connor so much. Yeah, like in season one. Yeah, like dealing with the fact that he's like a clone, but he's oh, like yeah, yeah. he's like not my responsibility. Right, because but you have, right because Superman is normally accepting, right? Like yeah. he's only accepting of everybody. He's a good boy, but this is new. Like this is yeah, this, this is a new yeah. new territory yeah. for him. And it's then like, here in season four or five, I can't remember which one we're at, but um, the one that was uh, shown off for DC fandom and also the one that was released on HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, Superboy and Mish Martian are getting married. It's, wow. it's season four. Yeah, season four. Yeah. So uh, I've seen a couple of critiques about uh, the Young Justice series in that they tend to deal with uh, a lot of stuff that maybe the Justice League should look into. Yeah, I, I, I understand the setup and that the Justice League, I guess, is hampered by the the UN, the United Nations, and so they can't really be right. the global protectors that they mm. should be. Right. Yep. So they have the young justice uh sidekicks become like a covert ops yep. team and they're handling stuff behind the scenes and everything. But and and while I I love young justice, but uh after season 3, I have gotten a little tired Mm. of the bad guys seemingly always winning. Mm. They've always outsmarted the the good guys because the the main good guys tracking them are the sidekicks. It's Nightwing. It's, it's like when is the Justice League going to step in and handle this yeah, shit? Like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I the Justice League I get it. And and even even that the Justice League gets played into a lot of these schemes that the light slash the bad guys, you know, put in motion. Like the Justice League had to go. They they got brainwashed and went and attacked an alien yeah. planet. 
Then they had to go yeah. and stand trial for doing that, leaving the earth completely <laughs> unprotected with only the young justice sidekick characters God. to man the helm. True, you know, true. it's like, how long can you drag this trope out? Because at some point, Batman's going to get fed up with this. Superman's going to get fed up with this. Wonder Woman's going to get fed up with this. And they're going to take the fight to the to the main uh, antagonist of the of all these stories. Um, I think season four opening with uh, Superboy and Miss Martian getting yeah. married really diverts. Yeah, it was a good change of pace. Yeah, it diverts away. The, okay, we're a real team now. Yeah, because now my wife is at stake, so we have to be a real team. Like it diverts from a lot of that uh, yeah. season because it, it it happens through the last portion of season one yeah. a main part of season two and all of season three where the Ugh. bad guys kind of just yeah. continue to win they just take over yeah so uh, but i mean it, it, the animation's great i love this story. The action's great the yeah, characters the are great you see more of characters like aqualad put in a different light yeah. season yeah. three really took a a, yeah. a a divergent path in that they were focusing on the outsiders and that's not what I tuned into Young Justice for. I tuned into Young Justice for uh, Nightwing and Superboy and Miss yes. Martian and Speed Kid yes. Flash and Speedy. You know these characters who who really were the Teen Titans. Yeah. You know I don't I don't turn in I didn't I don't tune in for Geo Force or Halo or true. you know those characters true, those side those. Yeah. Triple sidekick characters is what I refer to them as. <laughs> the background characters. Yeah. yeah. Cause they're they like they're it. super sides. They're yeah. sidekicks to sidekicks. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Last bit of fun news for me is the Suicide Squad versus the ju- kills the Justice yeah, League. Suicide game. Squad kills the Justice League. I have the, the entire Justice League. Yeah. Dude, it's okay. The, I thought it was Superman at first. Yeah, I thought so too. No, I thought out, so too. But, but they revealed Suicide this. Squad kills the Justice League. Dude, I wow. have never been. Ex- I'm not a video. Kate's the video game person. She's got the PS4. She's got all the games, the account, all that stuff. I've never been more excited for a game than now. Like to want to get a PS5. Like. They incorporate so much of the DC universe. Like I love the Birds of Prey. I love this the second Suicide Suicide Squad movie. They get to take all those elements and then add DC characters that we love. Like Green Lantern was in the trailer. The Penguin was in the trailer. Oh wow! Like everybody's incorporated into the storyline, and it's awesome. Well, that sounds amazing. Yeah, like they had the the last part of the trailer was. The penguin, you know, because Amanda Waller puts the oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah explosive devices. The penguin's like they're trying to get information from, him. and he's like, "Oh no, he's running away!" And she goes, "Okay, I'll shock him." So she shocks him. The penguin's like, "Oh, he gets shocked," and he's down, right? He's down for the count. And then Harley's like, "Oh no, he's still running! <laughs> like somebody stop him!" So she they keep shocking him, That's and then finally, like King Shark is like, "He is not doing what we want him to do. Kill him." And it's like you ruined the like it's just so fun. It's like you get to be a different perspective in the universe that is DC Comics. So it's cool. I'm I'm excited about it. So it sounds fun. Yeah, sounds like yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I I need I need somebody to make a DC game dungeon crawler like uh x-men legends marvel universe ver- versions of games 
Like, are you talking about the old uh, yes. Super Nintendo one with Wolverine and the no. X-Men? No. Super Nintendo. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> no, it was, uh, what, PlayStation 2 or 3 or Xbox? It was Xbox. They were the dungeon crawlers. It was X-Men oh, Legends. Oh, yeah. X-Men Legends 1 and 2. Where oh, you, was awesome, where you kept yes. yes, okay, I got you. Yeah, that's what led it. That was the apocalypse one, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I got that's you. What, I got you. That's got you. what led into the whole format of the uh, uh, Marvel Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. Yes. Marvel yeah. Ultimate yes. Alliance. Man. Yes, oh, that would be cool. Yes, I need cool. I need somebody to make a Justice League where, or just a DC Universe version of that. Because I, see, I loved Ultimate Alliance so much because the different combinations of characters you could yeah. have, like yeah. powered them up. Yeah, and you could. And you could, if you put certain teams together, like certain characters, you get XP points for being yes. a team. So, like, yeah. if like, you uh, had all the Fantastic Four, you or have, the Defenders, right. or yeah. Yeah. all the elemental characters. Yeah, you had, like, yeah. uh, there's a one with Storm, Iceman, the Human Torch. I can't remember who the fourth one was. The, yeah. Um, but the it, Thing. I'm just kidding. Nah, it's like a throwaway. No. Not throwaway, but just like. The Sandman, probably. Yeah. Sa- was it? It I, think, I think Sand- it might have been Sandman. Sandman was oh, part of the fuck. Avengers. He was yeah. in the game. Yeah. Sandman was part he of was the Avengers. Avengers. Man. Yeah. So, At a certain point. Yeah. I mean, that was a great game. To bring up it, that, was. it was. That X Men versus Avengers. Bullshit. But you're right. I have not been excited for a superhero yeah. video game it's in a fun. long time. It's yeah. pretty fun. And uh, fun. I'm really looking forward to that one because I think they put out test footage. Like, they did. What, two, they put test footage. They did that. See, and that just shows you how much fun. Video games can be. Yeah. They, they re- also released like a trailer for Gotham Knights. Yes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, dude. This is new to me. Hold on. Break it Gotham down, bro. Gotham Knights is getting a video game? Gotham Knights, It's not yeah. what you think, though. It's wait, not what you think. Wait. What do you think it is, let's Joey? See. Yes. Let's do that. Gotham Knights. What, what do, do you think, think it is? Uh, as a writer, as what, a writer, what would you think a Gotham Knights video game a is? A creative. An anthology series based on the crime that goes on in Gotham. So a Batman story, bro. So, followed on. by Jim Gordon. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's Fuck. it's already exhausting listening to Joey. <sighs> so Batman dies at the end of the Arkham series, right? And he uh, alerts his wards, which are Nightwing, who, Batgirl, who, Scarecrow kills him, Red right? Hood, and Damian Robin. Mm-hmm. So now you are playing as these characters, finishing a storyline from Batman's perspective. Yeah, is this the wrap up of the Arkham Knights? Of the Arkham Arkham probably. City? Yeah, yeah, probably sure. going to be wrap up. Wow. Sure, why not? So you're you're these wards, right? Like you're you're Robin, you're Dick. I mean, you're Dick Grayson, Red Hood, Red Hood, Batgirl. 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 It's only Damian. those four. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be like other unlockable stuff, but you're having to finish this storyline. With that, those characters, and you can uh, do co-op play. Yeah, 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 man. So like, someone could be Batgirl, someone could be Nightwing, and that's cool. They run into the same building, and you see like the screens, like they're attacking individual characters. But then, like, say one's on the second floor, one's on the first floor. When they both come on to like the second floor or the first floor, the camera comes together. And they're both interacting in the same space. Here's the fun part, because if you guys played Arkham Knights, which I've only played like a little bit, you know, it's kind of just like a one shot story. Like they just created a storyline with these characters yeah. and designed different costumes and it's not tied to anything. Who do you think in this storyline from what we just explained, 
would be the antagonist? Like, who would be the boss battle? Who would you think? Ra's al Ghul? It's too easy, bro. They will be connecting it to the comics by making the Court of Owls yes. the antagonist. Yes, the Court of Owls. So Court of Owls, if you guys don't remember, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's run, Batman Court of Owls. Shout out Sal. That's just like his favorite yeah, that la- story. Okay. So that launched the new 52 for Batman. Like That was the launching yeah. point. for. That's going to be the connection. And I think that's really cool because that's going to give an opportunity for people to get excited about what storylines do we want to see in video games? Yeah. What do we want to see? I don't yeah. think we've seen Court of Owls or Talons in any kind of other media. No. no. Were they? Did they have their own movie? Were Court of Owls have their own animated movie? Uh, Batman versus Robin. Batman versus Robin. Yeah. Okay. So. Damn. But yeah, in the so. other kind of media, no, they they've been relegated mainly to the. And if I was Scott Snyder, I'd be through the roof right now. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I'm pretty sure he doesn't need Court of Owls yeah. to be through the roof. Yeah. He's got oh, a yeah. pretty good yeah, run yeah, yeah, behind yeah. him. You're right. You're, right, you're right. right. So, but yeah. So. so, so the video game stuff. Yeah, that's. I mean, all that sounds fun too. Yeah, man. All right. So now let's dive into. Do you have any fun stuff other than that, Joey? Or we dive into our main? I think what? it's all fun, especially the main item. Cool. So let's talk about the main focus of DC fandom. What was released? The biggest trailers, the biggest gas moments. And let's start off with the controversial one because we kind of talked about it already, but Danny has some different views. The Black Adam trailer that dropped. So I. Joey's excited. I'm excited. Danny has unnecessary. some thoughts. Unnecessary. There's Danny with the mood killer again. See, I'm, ex- I'm excited that we actually got to see something yeah. from this movie because they announced it so long ago. We went so long without having any kind of announcement. And it was strange because they were like, yeah, The Rock is going to be Black Adam without anything else to attached to it. We don't have a script. We don't have a story. We don't have characterization. But we have The Rock. It sounds it sounds like so like a pile of shit. And, and, and I'm now, not saying that only has, Nilly because Warner Brothers is known Danny for has producing piles of shit. Danny right? has a good point. Here's, here's my take, and then I think it'll give you perspective of what Danny's talking about. Because when I saw it, I was very excited because I kind of had thoughts of um, a League of, you know, a... Like a uh, Justice, a, a Legion of Legion Doom, of Doom kind of vibe. Like, this is going to be the turning point of where we see an evil team of yeah. villains counteracting... Like a legitimate, right, a, a legitimate, legitimate team of supervillains. But Danny did make a good point, which was... The Rock is always the good guy. Right. It doesn't matter right. what he's in. He could be the anti-hero, but he's always the good guy at the end of the day. Right. Which completely combats what Black Adam was founded on. Was his foundation. Yeah. In in the beginning like and and you've seen it with a couple of tweets from The Rock. Oh, he uh Black Adam would murder Superman or whatever he said. And uh, uh, someone said, "What what would Shazam do against Black Adam?" And and the Rock is like, "Not a fucking thing." Like, come on, Shazam is your equal in yeah. every measure, right? And he would find a way to beat you mm-hmm. because the gods that Shazam has, not even the gods, Shazam is the good guy. 
you're yeah. the bad guy. Right. And if you can't understand that you're the bad guy, then your story isn't going to make any fucking sense. Right. If, if you think Superman can't, because he, he goes on to say, the main weakness Superman has is magic. No, it's a weakness. His main weakness is still that shitty-ass rock. You know, it's still that fucking rock. But, yeah, he has uh, a weakness against magic, but it's not to the point where it would kill him. Like, he can hold his own. He's weak against it. You know, like, magic spells will still work against him. But uh, Black Adam doesn't do magic spells. His power is magical, but um, he would still be able to go toe-to-toe with with uh, Superman. I'm not saying he'd beat Superman. Superman is on a scale that doesn't fucking equate, you know? Um, and his whole uh, thing against uh, Shazam, oh, he's not a fucking... Like, no, no, Shazam would beat you. You're the gods that you have that the wizard... Shazam bestowed upon you are not the same gods that the wizard bestowed upon uh, Billy Batson. Um, it's in the comics. I don't, I don't, I, it's but the you rock's ego. You know, they don't read the comics though. I know they don't read the comics, but it's the rock's ego. Yeah. And, and this is coming from a rock stand. I love The Rock. When when he was on the WWE, I pulled for The Rock day in and day 24-7, 365. I was all Rock. Fuck Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fuck D-Generation X. All them lames couldn't do anything without The Rock. The Rock was the catalyst, you know? He, uh, he you know, he led the Nation of Domination, but when he went out on his own, man, The Rock was it. The Rock was the dude. All right, answer me this, though. All right, so so The Rock is the man, but I on I am with you. I don't think he is the man for Black Adam. He's not. Who would you have had in his place? Ooh. For Black Adam? For Black Adam, yes, sir. If he were younger, uh, Odin Fair. Odin Fair would have worked. I'm not familiar. Who's he with? Or who's he from? <sighs> So you got to go into like some shows. Um, oh, you know it'd have been good. Let me see. There's a there's a show called uh, oh man, what's it called? Sleeper Cell with uh, Michael Ealy, and Michael Ealy is uh, a character uh, actor. He came from the Barbershop series. He was like the the street guy who had braids and everything, and, and you know he was like, like always showing up late. But it was because he was working to be something better than he was. And no one understood that because he didn't, you know, make him moves in silence. He was just yeah. trying to better himself without having to promote it everywhere. Mm-hmm. But uh, he and Odin Fair uh, started in uh, Sleeper Cell on Showtime, which was right after the 9-11 attacks when there were a lot of terrorist cells, when, when there were purported to be a lot of terrorist cells. And so um, Odin Fair was the guy who was leading a lot of these things. And Michael Ely was an undercover agent for the CIA or the NSA or something who went to try to uncover all of this stuff so that he could bring them to justice. Um, but he falls in, I think, a little too deep. I think it only lasted one season. Oh. But it was really good. Um, anyways, he vo- and, and, and he voices Dr. Fate. 
on the Justice League Unlimited okay. series. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It, like, if you saw him, I think he'd be perfect uh, as a younger man, but he's older now. Yeah. I think Warner Brothers made a bad decision with The Rock. Yeah. I do like The Rock, but just because his not physique and yeah, everything. Yeah, not for that, bro. I, I would have chosen Arnold Vosloo. 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 Mm, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. But he, so, in my opinion, Arnold Vosloo, like, if you're going to go for Arnold Vosloo, you might as well just get The Rock. Yeah. Because he's a bigger, bigger more imposing figure. More imposing, yeah. Uh, for Black Adam. Because they almost, I don't want to say they look alike, but they almost have the same kind of, like, facial features when they're so, angry. So seeing him as being, like, a good guy in this like if your theory is correct and he's going to be a good guy that movie is just a throw or may throw away movie for you or does it have any direction where it's going like i like i don't want to say it's a throwaway movie because obviously they're putting in a lot of work yeah. they're putting in a lot of backstory and the one of the girls who or girls one of the paleontologists or anthropologists who discovers the tomb of Black Adam kind of reads the Sanskrit or yeah, yeah, yeah. or Aramaic language, whatever whatever's in the stone. Right. She kind of reads it, and she even says Shazam. Like, it gets cut off halfway, yeah. but the lightning strikes, and you know exactly what it is, and yeah. it's the release of Black Adam. Dang. He's been entombed, I guess, in this prison for 5,000 5, years. And now he's released upon Earth and ready to go, I guess, take over again. I don't know. That's I, I can kind of see where you're coming from because he's kind of just dropped in. Like, mm -hmm. there's no, like, I mean, there was kind of a mention of him in the Shazam film, kind of like, oh, I had a previous champion. Yeah, that did yeah. my previous champion, and he turned. Right, but it wasn't really a set of, like, Okay, when he was your previous champion, what did he do? Yeah. It was just kind of like, oh, he didn't work out. Right, yeah. So now that you're dropping him into this universe, how are you going to drop him in and make him grounded? Exactly. Like, without yeah. him just being a fun character or a, you know, antagonist. But, I mean, that's... I, again, it's... Uh, the movie's unnecessary. He should have appeared in a Shazam movie, Later, not yeah. in his own movie. The that movie, makes sense. That like makes sense. I don't, I don't, I don't fault them for casting The Rock as Black Adam. It's just that he's in his standalone. He's in a standalone movie that. that doesn't need to exist. I get that. He I needs that. to be in the Shazam universe proper. He I needs to be that. in the DC universe. For, like Man of Steel two, mm. they could have done Man of Steel two. Where, like, Brainiac comes to Earth and he unleashes this whole plague upon the Earth. And somebody in, in the Middle East is trying to prevent Brainiac from doing something. And so, lo and behold, they find this cavern of wonders and they release Black Adam yeah. to fight against Brainiac. That would have been cool. But he's also fighting against Superman, right. too, now. And then that could lead him into, when are we going to see him next? Oh, he's actually a villain in... Shazam! Exactly. Yeah yeah. 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 See, that's just that's just off the top of my head. Dang. Hire see, this I man. feel like Hire I feel like Warner Brothers like, oh, The Rock. We have The Rock. All right, let's put him in his own movie. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's gonna sell toys. 
it's yeah, good. That, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of the thing to, to take into account. And then, and also diving into movies, I'm really excited about the Aquaman, uh, the second one. The second Aquaman The second movie? Aquaman, because I hated the first one. I hated him in Justice League. No, you, no. Didn't, you didn't like the octopus playing drums? <sighs> oh, my God. Bro. Bro. So I feel like with this movie, what I saw, <laughs> they took some time to reflect, and they're going to say, okay, let's not make a Jason Momoa movie. Let's make an Aquaman movie. Black Manta has a completely revamped he looks classic fantastic. costume. Yeah, he looks fucking. Dope. He looks like he's straight out of the comic. Yeah, looks fucking dope. Yeah, uh, Aquaman is getting in getting a no hoop, uh, a whole new perspective on the world of Atlantis. So I think it's going to be more of like, okay, we kind of, we we you know we loved our first Aquaman, but let's try to make it more comic related. Because if you break Aquaman down, we talked about this earlier. He's a silly character. Yeah. He talks to fish. I mean, he rides around in the ocean on land. I guess he can fight. I don't know. Rides around in the ocean. Like, what do you do down there? Do y'all remember that one little uh, family guy bit whenever there was, like, somebody getting attacked on the beach? He's, like, in the water. You better stop that. You better stop that. Like, that's kind of... You better not do that over here. You know, it's... So, I think they're really diving into the more regal aspect of Aquaman. Yeah. So, I'm excited for that one. That's cool, man. Yeah. I really hope we... I really hope it's a good movie because I, I was like I was with you. I did not like the first one. Oof. I it was. What's wrong with both of you? You liked it. That yeah. first movie was fun. It was very no. I'm not saying it wasn't fun. No, it had it had its very stupid parts. Ugh. But it was fun. It was a Jason Momoa movie. Exactly. And I can't get it was that a J- out. No. So so that's the thing where you and I differ. I knew it was a Jason Momoa movie. That's the difference. It was just going to be be a dude bro movie. Me and you were hoping it was going to be Aquaman. Yeah, Danny nah. was like, I'm already hip to this. I like, thought I was going to see Arthur Curry. Because I knew that casting Jason Momoa was wrong from the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Aquaman should have been like Timothy Oliphant or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and no, it did it for me. It did it for me in the Justice League, the Snyder Cut, <laughs> where he's like, he's you know he's the protector of Atlantis. He's the ocean. He knows his place. He's walking off the pier and he just chunks a whiskey bottle into the water. So dumb. That I know that seems very minuscule, but to me, like, why? How are you going to protect the ocean? How are you the king of the projector of the ocean? Actively littering the oceans. Fuck that. Fuck that. It was bad. It, it was, was a bad movie. It was very bad. Yeah. I, it, but it I enjoyed it because I knew, I'm like, all right, it's a dude bro fraternity it. movie. Let's yeah. go in. Where's my you knew Kappa, Chris, Kappa you knew, Alpha shirt? You knew Christina was going to enjoy it. You yeah, knew she was going to oh, enjoy she, it. Oh, she watch that show the IPA <laughs> She hand. watches that late at night while I'm asleep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. In other news, we, uh, we also had the Flash trailer come out. The Flash trailer. The Flash trailer, Ooh. which was narrated by none other than Michael Keaton. Oh. It was a minute and a half, and it had so much packed into that. So much packed into it. Let's dive in. First of all, can we talk about how the costume has made enormous advances? I am so I love captivated. That I'm so captivated by look, it. Look. The new one with the gold yes, boots? With the yeah. go- I love it. I love it. I don't. I don't. People hated the Justice League Flash costume. I liked it. It made what? so much sense to me. Yeah. Fuck y'all. It was trash. See, here's where I don't think it's trash. You have a person that can move at super speed. 
what are they going to do for fabric other yeah. than look up for things that are yeah. are, are uh, friction, friction resistant? Yeah. yeah, friction resistant. Like, what else are you going to do? Okay. Just have them run naked and just Mondo, no, I don't know about that, but Mondo, I mean, I just know slapping a bunch of football gear to you. Mondo, no, it wasn't a bunch of football gear. It was astronautical okay, gear. It Mondo was, uh, is of the uh, of the school of oh. I'm a Marvel guy. I will wear unstable molecules. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, because like, even, uh, yes. even in the Amazing Spider-Man 2, they had that one scene where Peter Parker was like looking up uh, like uh, 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 fitted suits, and he looked up uh, like track suits, uh, yeah. astronaut suits, speed skating suits, God. and he put it all together. Oh, that got Joey in. Speed skating suits. What? There was a Spider-Man cliffhanger <laughs> in the Flash movie. Like that. Peter Parker goes to a skating rink. That's oh enough my, for me. Oh, my God. But no, man, I uh, I thought it was really tight. The yeah. um, I'm I'm really excited because I I think they're bringing influence from the Flashpoint universe. Oh, it's definitely Flashpoint. it's definitely oh, yeah, from the Flashpoint. Definitely. They yeah. came but, out from the beginning when they said they were making a Flash movie that it's going to be Flashpoint yes. based. But, yes. but here's here's what I don't get, and here's here's not necessarily what I don't get, but the, the the pieces of the puzzle that I'm missing that I'm trying to put together confirmed: Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. We have both Batman confirmed for the movie. That's not what, anything that's shocking because okay, go ahead. What's confusing you about that? Flashpoint only had the the one, unless they're gonna have it to where they're pulling from Flashpoint. But if you don't remember the first fandom DC fandom, they announced that all DC content, past and present, is tied through the multiverse. Yeah. So they announced it way before this even featured. Or you they, need to stop thinking uh, linearly. You need yes. to stop start thinking uh, more multiversal. While, while they are pulling from the Flashpoint storyline, it's not a, a right. literal tale of right. Flashpoint, right? So they're bringing in multiple Batman to go through. Because if you it, in so, the trailer, yeah. there's the Ezra Miller Flash and what you thought. Was, was another second? Yes, no, yes, yes. It's a different Flash from a different universe. Plus, a Sasha Kaye Supergirl, Supergirl, yeah, from another universe, yes. and they're all meeting in the Michael Keaton Batman so, Tim universe. So, if you guys if you guys don't know what Flashpoint is, Barry Allen breaks the the speed barrier. To save his mother, space-time yep. continuum. Space-time continuum, and in that he alternates reality to where he is transported into a different multiverse. Alters. He alters, alters reality. Alter reveal alters reality. Different multiverse where Bruce dies instead of his parents. There's a ma- his dad Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. Mother becomes this and that. So that's one universe where yes. like the government also uh, picked up. Superman, Superman before yes. he was picked up by the Kents. Right. Uh, Atlantis and Themyscira, are the Amazon war. Paradise Island are They're at war. war. I fucking love the Green Lantern Marine Corps. The the Green Lantern Corps they have in that universe. I fucking love them. That's so that how Jordan never makes it too. Yeah, it sucks, but I mean, hey, we got the Green Lantern. <laughs> Which I'm okay with. Yeah, but anyways, sorry. but anyways, yeah, so that's that's the premise of Flashpoint. So anyway, this movie is gonna be based off the Flash. Trying to go back and reconnect with his mother and alternate reality. Yeah. And yeah. then that we get the multiverse, which Alter. brings up <laughs> uh, which brings up Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. 
Sasha Kai is Supergirl. Yes. The second Ezra Miller Flash. I swear to God, it's I thought not that was Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. It's, it's not, not Ezra. Well, then you know those fuckers casted that guy to look like him on purpose. Of course they did. Yeah. Because like the first, like, bro, oh, man, I, yeah. That's the is, point of it. That's I the learned, point of it. You know what? I learned it wasn't Ezra Miller today from y'all. This movie's going to be... <laughs> I looked that shit up and I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not him. This movie's going to be trippy, man. It's supposed you know to what? be trippy. That's supposed to be the vibe of the movie. I will put money that that is Eobard Thawne. That guy? That guy. Nah. nah. You don't think so? Why wouldn't nah. it be? Why right. wouldn't it be though? All right. Who's the antagonist? Who would be the antagonist in that? In Flashpoint, because remember Barry. No. In Flashpoint. No. The antagonist. He caused it. The he caused, the he caused it, but he reached his goal of reconnecting no, the with his mother. The, Who's the antagonist to make that story? The original antagonist to create the Flash. Yes. Like unwittingly creating the Flash. Yo Barton. Yo Barton. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you, I just, Justin. I don't know. I don't think they'd have him. I, I just, I don't. You think. really don't think that Eobarthon would disguise himself as a Flash and work with the Flash to go through Flashpoint to try to subvert like everything? Let's handle like, this. Let's handle this like we handle all the fandom weeps. <laughs> Who do you think the antagonist is? If you can't provide what we're what we're saying, Darkseid. What? In what? Like in what way? What? Why? What, why would he benefit? Why? Yeah. Que bono. I I'm going to I'm I'm hitting you with some, limb. some Justice Here League Latin. Que bono. Que bono. Who benefits? I think that Darkseid is going to be the main antagonist. And I think that he is going to be a multiversal threat that sends Supergirl mm. and the other Flash out to search for other heroes to help out. You're Ooh. thinking too large now. That's not Am a, I? No. I think you are. I just I, I think think mm-hmm. I think that Bringing in the reverse Flash would be mm-hmm. too close to the Flash TV show that's coming out right now with the actual... You think that's bro. ever stopped Warner Brothers from doing anything? Yes, the Flash, they did lightsabers, bro. That was their finale. I that was their about that. that was their pinnacle point yeah. of their season finale was lightsabers. Remember, it wasn't, remember. It wasn't a character. It wasn't a... So you think you... Even, even before that, <sighs> yes. during Final Crisis on their Flash TV show cro- crossover... They had Ezra Miller Flash show. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So oh fuck. Yep. Yep. Congratulations, you played yourself. I did. Man. <laughs> I I walked myself into that circle, and I'm I am right back here. That so. being said, I wonder if in the movie we're gonna have references or even Grant Gustin pop up. What we know in mm. the movie is we have a confirmed Keaton. Yeah. Okay, so we know there's maybe maybe a bat fleck. A bat fleck. Um Supergirl. Supergirl. Maybe two Barry Allens. We have well, we I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Kid Flash. So there's a book. There's a story. The Return of Barry Allen. Yeah. Have you ever read that? You've read it. I think so. It came out like what, the nineties? With uh, um, who's the writer? Who's the writer that Jeff Johns? Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns, and I think Scott. Collins. Was that before or after Flash Rebirth? Before, before, way okay. before Rebirth. Okay, way before Rebirth. The Return of Barry Allen. Yes, and it's Wally West, and he's mm-hmm. like Wally West is always unsure of himself. Yeah, and then his mentor Barry Allen returns out of nowhere 
And he gathers up Wally West and Jay Garrick and Max Mercury because this is during the Mark Wade uh, yeah. kind of micro Ringo run. Yeah. But like Jeff Johns comes in and writes a story and it's really good. It's Jeff Johns, Scott Collins, I think. And the Barry Allen, like he's doing all these heroic acts. He's trying to show the, the Flash family how to be the Flash family, how to do these things, you know, and everything. And. Like, Wally West doesn't think anything of it. Like, oh, man, now I don't have this yes. responsibility of being the Flash on my shoulders, mm-hmm. being directly on my shoulders. And it turns out that this Barry Allen is Eobard Thawne, mm. the reverse Flash. I think it's going to be reverse Flash to the antagonist. I think we will get an impulse. and That's going to lead into a teen movies. Yeah, not it's going to break that CW away from the CW and move it into feature films and we will get teen superheroes from impulse. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I can see that. I hope so, man. But, uh, but I, it looks really good. All the stuff we saw was great. Ezra Miller is weird, but creatively weird. I enjoy him. I, I thought it was, was like going to be a weird yeah. guy, but I, I, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Would he be my first choice for Barry Allen? No, but hey, I'm glad we have him. Well, so Barry Allen is typically blonde haired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like the thing that Ezra Miller is not. Yeah. But also, Ezra Miller portrays Barry as being very, I don't know if quirky is the right word. I like him because he's genius. Yeah. Is it? I like him, but that's the one thing that I was like, oh, this dude's weird. But also, he's like, no, he's genius. He has a whole kind garage. Of he has a whole garage filled of computers and experiments and things that he can do regardless of how much funding he has. That's how genius he is. And I think that's what makes the flash. It's not about, about, you know, you know, you, you, you look at, um, Barry Allen, you know, he's working for the cops. He's a, uh, forensics. So he has funding. He has to go get whatever. Yeah. It's kind of his crutch Yeah. here in this, Ezra Mouse is just a Ezra Miller is just a genius on his own merit. Yeah. No matter what he has, he's a genius. I think that makes a good flash. Yeah. See, I, I he's it's just, it's different for me. Like seeing Barry Allen as somebody, I don't want to say he's yeah. he's uh um what you call it? I don't want to say like disabled by any means, but he's just he's, he's very different. You know, like interacting from pe- to people. He's like very awkward, very... Most most uh, savants are, distant. or most genius people are. Anybody who's genius but or has, savant... Has Barry Allen ever been... Uh, they've never portrayed him not yeah, as that never, in the yeah, comics. Yeah. I think this is a new spin on him. And see, I... I yeah. Because in the works. comics, he's always been like a more familial character. Yeah. Very where well he's very together. welcoming, very yeah. open. Like, um, I think the DC books, whenever they've had like... Thanksgiving or Christmas, it's always been like Barry Allen yeah. who's been the one doing the open invites to yeah. everyone, trying yeah. to get them yeah. together. Yeah, for very you know. very extroverted, like yeah. very. This like Barry Allen him, is more introverted. It's more. him and Hal Jordan and Ralph Dibney, right? You know, and uh, you know the Adam, like all these all these char- all these side characters who really need connection. Not need connection, but feel connection to their counterpart or their colleagues. Whereas, like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman are all kind of stand out. Even Hawkman is kind of standoffish. Yes. Um, you know, and the like. The Flash is the one to go out. Like, even if you watch the animated 
movies, the new Justice League animated movies, the Flash is really kind of out there. Like, you know, he's really excited to be around all these other heroes. You know, he really relishes in that. Like, Wonder Woman, Superman, Shazam, Batman, Green Lantern. You know, he really, like, uh, embellishes the moment that he's able to be around them. Yeah. I so, dig it. It's good. it's really good. It'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be. Fun. It should be fun. It uh, it makes me wonder uh, if they're ever actually going to incorporate how Jordan and the Green Lanterns in there somehow because that's supposed uh, to be an HBO Max series. exactly, yeah. and we didn't get anything about that from DC fandom, yeah. and I'm I'm really surprised. And I kind of like I I, was, I kind of feel maybe they might episode. be changing directions with what they're wanting to do. I don't know. That's well, my I think th- I, I think it's more of a it's such a grand idea and scope uh-huh. that they can't announce anything right now that they're still yeah. just trying to like, build that whole core out if you're gonna do it right like for, green lantern is for, like star wars scale dude, like for, a TV, for a tv show that's yeah. crazy yeah like you put a movie out and you expect oh we can wait like five to six years for like a movie another movie to come out but like you think about tv shows like people are expecting that like almost every year or right right yeah. So, yeah, it's getting crazy, man. But uh, last thing before we get into the main big, big thing is the Shazam movie, which is titled something Fury, right? Fury yeah. of the Gods. Fury, Fury of, of the Gods. Gods. And it's fun. It looks great. They redesigned the Shazam outfits. Um, I think it's going to touch more into the mythological mythological aspect of Shazam. We're drunk. <laughs> we are super hammered. Um, but they just they they really just kind of showed behind the scenes. They didn't show any. Yeah, they didn't they didn't show a proper trailer. They just showed like some behind the scenes stuff. Some they, of the actors on set going through the motions. They really kinda, did. Yeah, yeah, they really didn't talk about like storyline or anything. The only major highlights is that Heron, uh, Helen Marin, Helen and, Marin, and uh, I had her name earlier. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu yes. played two of the antagonists in this yes. movie. That's the only really thing we got about it. So, but it looks very. I love the first Shazam one. It was great. It was good for the you know from the comics to big screen to see modernized. That, that's what I don't get. Yeah. Like you guys hate on Aquaman, but it's in the same vein of the Shazam movie. It's just fun. Like Shazam I, was just I think fun for me personally. I can I can agree with that. I can admit that I'm a little harsh on Aquaman, but I think it's because Aquaman is a little bit more close to me than Shazam. So it's a personal thing. Yeah. To me, Aquaman, and this is going to sound very harsh. I'm not meaning to sound harsh. Aquaman felt invaded by Jason Momoa. If that makes any he fucking sense, it, it kind of makes sense. It. I feel like they diluted Aquaman. To make room for Jason Momoa, mm, and facts, I feel like that's he's not facts. the first one. No, I agree with you. And he's I not going to be the last you. one. I agree with you. And and sometimes it works out. Like mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. put a lot of Robert Downey Jr. into Tony Stark. I think and now, I think this is I think, books. I think this is projecting a lot from um, Joey's perception of magical Mexicans. <laughs> in we'll get in that to another another maybe next next episode that's that's some uh that's the atlantis news Uh, from marvel uh, that we gotta spoil uh, next time we're on dc fandom when when danny gets back from puerto rico we'll talk about it yeah yes 
But uh, but yeah. So I feel that though. I do feel that Jason Momoa they did cater to him more. And honestly, I feel like that's what's going to happen with The Rock and Black Adam. It might be true. I feel like we're we're not going to get a lot of Black Adam, and we're going to get more of The Rock. Now let's talk about what we've yes, all definitely. been wanting to talk about. We've all been biting our nails. We've all been scratching at our legs. The Batman. Yes, I cannot wait. Dude, I have never been more excited about a Batman film in a long time. This feels like this generation's of the Batman Begins. I think it does, yeah. But and I, 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 I mentioned to y'all at the bar, this this is the first time, this is the first Batman that we're getting as a standalone Batman movie that can exist with other characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. Uh. It's the first one. Mm. No, I as much so. as as much as I don't like to admit it, Nolan's trilogy could have gone a lot farther. Could have, yeah, absolutely. As much as I, Nolan's so it could have gone. They we could have got the Riddler. We could have yes. got Penguin. We could have got all those characters. Absolutely. Definitely. And Nolan's trilogy directly f- uh, filled in uh, or fed into the Man of Steel. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So in that, uh, <laughs> like Christian Bale and Henry Cavill were, su- were supposed to be in the same universe. Wow. But instead, we got Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. But they 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 were supposed to be in the same universe. They were supposed to exist because his influenced the other. So I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Man, what what would it have looked like? Dang, that would have been crazy. Just, just sit for a second and imagine. I think that, that Batman fits better into the Justice League than than Ben Affleck's Batman. Oh, for sure, for sure. Ben Ben Affleck's Batman is definitely a timeless tale of like what's Batman been through. He's been through a shit ton of stuff. He's seasoned. He knows what's up. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Batman is definitely like. A young, a, a young Batman who's at the beginning of his career with all the resources, with all the resources, with a fledgling Justice League. Yes, mm-hmm. because that's what Batman is supposed to be. That's true. He's supposed to be on the same level, true. Like learning at the same time with Superman, Wonder Woman, Greenland. Like he's supposed to learn his limits plus what he can right. do. You know, at the very same time, because if he's older, it doesn't make. Uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to be to interact with these characters because he's on his way out. Yeah. You know, there's not going to be a Batman. Uh, the next character to take on the mantle would have been Dick Grayson and it would have been Nightwing. It wouldn't be Batman. It wouldn't be a proper Justice right, League. Right. You know? Now, so let's go back to the Batman. But the Batman. The this, Batman. This Robert, Robert Patterson, Patterson completely hit me with the left hook. Like, I was not expecting to enjoy him. Really? As that. Yes. He's no. a good actor. No, no. I'm not saying that he's not. When he first was announced for Batman, I literally had that same brainwashed thought of. I have a few uh, concerns. But continue on. I had that same thought of, oh, it's sparkly Batman. Like it's, I, I did. I really honestly did because all I knew him from was Twilight. Yeah. I mean, that's what he was plastered all everywhere. So that's all I had him as. But I started looking at his indie films, and it's, he's a good actor. Now, do I think he's the best Bruce Wayne? Probably not. 
do I think he's a good Bruce Wayne to introduce into this story of this is Batman just starting out. This is him trying to find his roots. What kind of hero does he want to be? What kind of Batman does he want to be? I think it could work. I think it could work. Um, my main takeaways and the first one I verbalized to you guys when we were at uh, the bar a minute ago, mm-hmm. uh, the penguin. Yeah. Colin Farrell's the penguin. Yeah. He talks in this forties, uh, thirties or forties gangster vernacular. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you really wanted a thirties or forties gangster, you should have hired Robert De Niro. Yes. That's who you should have gotten to play to portray the penguin. Wow. Um, I don't think, I don't know. And he may surprise me. Colin Farrell may be able to pull this out, but I think uh, De Niro, regardless if he's 70, 80 years old uh, in prosthetics, he could have definitely nailed this penguin role. Because we talked about the penguin in depth, too, in our little drinking session of the penguin's always been displayed as as cartoonish. As a character that he wasn't written as. He was written as a business tycoon a person with money who could get whatever he wants yeah but in every depiction of the penguin he's always a comical i either know kung fu yeah i either have like all these gadgets these guns the different umbrellas right the different umbrellas like and some of those have been good depictions of him but also it's like if we break him down he's a person with money who might have the capability like Danny said earlier, can beat somebody up, but doesn't have to. Yeah, because he can right. pay somebody. Yeah. He's a he's a mob boss. Right, right. He's right. a mob boss. And right. name one mob boss that hasn't gotten their hands dirty exactly. at one point or another. Exactly, exactly. So I think this this depiction of him will be a little bit of a different taste of the penguin than what we normally yeah. have. So I hope so because the only kind of uh, well, not the only because we have two, um, but the first one with uh, what was his name. Um, why Danny DeVito? Danny DeVito. It, yes. it was portrayed kind of sadly. Like you felt really sorry for him, but at the same time, it was very comedic. At the same, yeah. you know. But I think Robin, also too with Tim Burton, that was a lot of Tim Burton poured yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of his weird. And, like you'll love him because he's weird, not because he's the penguin, right? Yeah. Like and with Robin Lord Taylor, we get like the the sad child that was left mm-hmm. and kind of grew up in the streets of Gotham. But it's it's not. It he doesn't feel as he hasn't been intimidating. I get yeah. He hasn't been to the shit because he's privileged, bro. Like he he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to murk a guy or beat the crap out of a guy because people are already scared of him. You guys said something like, uh, if uh, if he needs the job done and no one else is going to do it, he's just going to go ahead and roll his sleeves up and get his little fucking flippers and do it himself. The second the second issue I had with it is. when uh, in the trailer, when Robert Pattinson uh, confronts the Riddler, Ooh. who's in holding, yeah. you know, he's behind a glass or whatever. And the Riddler is like, I've been waiting for you. And Robert Pattinson's the Batman, like kind of punches the glass, punches the glass. Yeah. like, what have you done? I'm like, no, that's that not feel like that doesn't feel like Batman. Like to me, that whole scene should have been I've been waiting for you and then the lights flicker out and then they come back on immediately and instead of on the opposite side of the glass he's in the glass he you see him inside that the glass terrifying. and then he grabs a riddler like in a chokehold yes, and dude. then he screams what have you done yes dude 
You know, like I feel like that's very uncharacteristic for Batman. That's true. Especially especially in a year one sense. I feel like they showed that to show his youth, though. Like to show. But I I feel like in a year one sense, it should have been more of what can I get away with? Yeah. You know? Well, are they kind of getting to that with like the whole branding? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm getting. That's Batfleck. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. I'm confusing them. Yeah. Now, 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 Mike made a good. <laughs> Mike yeah, made a you're good cut point. off. Mike made a good point earlier when we were just sitting here chatting before you guys came in, and he was saying how all the scenes are very dark and broody and yeah. Batmany, which is great, right? But he also said that a lot of the Catwoman scenes, and I didn't realize this until he said it, are very lit up and very. There's no rain. Well, and that could be for them to push the romantic romanticism i think that that is exactly what it is because uh what's the current series batman and catwoman yeah where they do end up married because it flashes back and forth between present day and the future where they did marry catwoman is his wife and she survives him once he passes away like she's the light in his right. life. So that's going to be his connection to reality as far as like, I can still have a normal life. Kind right. Of, kind of yeah. like I can have a normal life and I can still be a vigilante because I have mm. someone with me. Gotcha. Who's also capable of having a somewhat normal life and vigilantism in their ingrained in their DNA. Do y'all think that they're going to keep this Batman grounded to where everything is kind of similar to the Nolan verse, where there's no You've like seen his car, right? Yeah, like it's Dude. even more stripped down. Yeah, that's another tumbler. thing Mike brought up is I didn't even realize because I'm not a car person. Someone who's just starting out and like I want to be a vigilante, I have to learn everything about everything. Yeah, martial arts. Yeah, everything. Why wouldn't I want to learn about cars? Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to build my vehicle from the ground up? A badass old school. Nice car and reef and redo it. Looks it looks like a Chevelle. Yeah, yeah. And Mike and I was like, dude, I didn't even think about that because you're so used to the Batmobile as being I already have this money. I just mm-hmm. bought. I just paid Lucius Fox to. But what if it's Batman who's hesitant of like, I don't know if I can tell anybody about this because what if they turn me in or what if I who can I trust? Mm-hmm. I've got to learn this shit on my own. I've got to learn yeah. how to build cars. I've got to learn how to how cars work. Yeah. And he just money rebuilds it himself. And it's awesome. Like I, I'm excited. Yeah. I really can't wait because I feel like they're. I am excited as well. I feel like they're taking advantage of, of what the state of movies are now, yeah. to where we can pretty much have like free range. Like you know, yeah. technically, you know the the, the what you call it, the Tim Burton films could have had Superman. They could have had Wonder Woman. They could have Nicholas Cage. Have, they could have had Nicholas Cage as Superman. Hey. They could have had Nicholas Cage as Superman. Oof. Uh, but they didn't. Yeah. And I feel like this one, they're they're fully aware of what people are expecting, what people are wanting. I was very like, against at first when they were like, we're going to make everything in the multiverse. I was like, man, this is a cop out. You guys know y'all are doing shitty. Like, and it could have been yeah. the fact that they like, you know, we're doing shitty. We got yeah, I think it's just they also, know they're disorganized. But now it's like now I look at it as like I'm still going to get what I want. Yeah. This is an excuse for me to get what I want. So I, I have like. I guess if, you know, it's something that I want, but I look at the Marvel plan of everything the way, like, you're going to get what you want eventually, Yeah. but we're building an entire yeah. universe. Yeah. 
You know, whereas DC is like, hey, do you want this? Well, we're coming out with it next yeah. month. Hey, do you want this? What about this? What That's about true. this? And they're coming out with it next year, this month, yeah, next true. week, two weeks from now. You know, they're like shotgunning all over the place, trying to appease the fans. Whereas Marvel's like, look, this is how we're going to tell the stories. If you don't like it, fine. You're going to you're gonna like it. But if you think you don't like it, fine. Yeah. Keep moving. And we're just going to continue to build towards our big, big, big yeah. stories. Like I wish the DC got the treatment that Marvel did. I, I man, can you just for a second? Can you imagine <sighs> the Marvel universe, the cinematic universe, as jumbled up as DC? Just take for a second. Imagine that we have two different versions of Captain America. We have. Uh, two different film series for DC, Iron Man. DC could have been at this point, just like how Marvel is putting the Eternals out now. DC could be doing a new Gods movie. DC right doing, now. If we if we look back, if we go back, uh, when did when did Man of Steel come out? Twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. If we look back ten years, mm-hmm. DC right now would be on the very first part of the Apocalypse War. Fuck, dude. In my head, they'd be on the very first part of the Apocalypse War. Think of all the And then characters. 2023 would be the the ending Fuck. of the Apocalypse War. Where, I might be going. And, it, and so, like, and I've, I've had this discussion with my wife, with uh, Christina. Uh, we've watched Infinity Game or Infinity War and Endgame multiple, multiple times. Yeah. There's no way that that is a true uh, part one, part two. Five year gap. Think about it. Mm-hmm. No one thinks about the five year gap. That's not a sequel. That's yeah. like, all right, we're good, just gonna go back and fix things. Right. A true sequel would have been like maybe months mm-hmm. or weeks where they come back and figure out how to win. Yes. Because this is just like uh like like boxing. Mm-hmm. When you lose a match, you come back maybe a year or two. Yeah. And you try to you yeah. try to reset the match. You try to yeah. win for yourself. This isn't a true sequel where like mm. um it's maybe, a continuation. Yeah. It's literally like like Danny said, like we're trying to fix things like, okay, how can we salvage this? Yeah. Like exactly. how can we make we fucked up, we lost people. What's the best thing we can do? How can how can we fix it now after yeah. five years? Yeah. If it were a true sequel, it would have happened like maybe a week later. Yeah. Which is where my like in my head, my uh apocalypse war uh, parts one and two yes. would have been like maybe a month apart. That's how I would have done it. Dang. Crazy. Like theatrical release a month apart. Theatrical no, Damn. not a theatrical release a month apart. Uh theatrical release w- would have been like a year apart. Oh, but the only wise. time span oh, okay, okay, okay. yeah. would have been a month apart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah. And that would have been crazy. Yeah, man. I really like see this is this is this got it. Uh this is uh kind of like pushing forward, but I really hope that whenever we get into the writer's room one day of our film, if we ever get when we ever get to that chance, I really hope we're in the writer's room. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think we will too. I think we will. I, think we will. I at least too. hope Danny is in the writer's room. <laughs> I know that's right. I know I that's like, right. Even if I feel like, you know, even Armando will have ideas, I feel like we might get shut down. But Danny, I feel like you just be loud. And it's like that tear. meme. It's like that meme, bro. We just come like thinking we have fire ideas. And Danny's just like, nope. 
For real. Let's cut the head off of that right now. But no, man. Uh, so we DC Fandom released a lot of cool stuff. Man. Yeah. We have, yeah. Uh, and it's still, it's still all live right now yeah. on their website. Yeah. So you can go back. Yeah, you can DC go back Fandom. and rewatch all that stuff. .com. Yeah. You can just yeah, check it. And even if it's not on their website, I think you can find a lot of it through YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so hit us, guys. We, we're really getting to the point where we want to have guests on. Yep. This is serious. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, Hit us up, hit us up in the comments, tag us. Why do you want to be on here? What do you want to talk about? Whether it's your own. What's your perspective? Right. Whether you want to talk about your favorite character, whether you want to talk about politics and comics, whether you want to talk about what you're creating as a creator. We want to get serious about having other people on here. We want to hear from you guys. So hit us up on all our social media pages um, at plus wacocomics.com at the long box podcast dot com um, and, and even then, individually yes armando ramirez underscore art joey gnzls at facebook and instagram imaginary heroics and danny flores shout out to mike and rogue media um go follow them on all social medias they've got a lot of cool they're starting to get a lot of cool podcasts that yeah. are very different they have one where they eat candy they eat yeah. candy <laughs> i want to be talk, on that podcast yeah they just talk Yo, about they gotta, candy uh, they gotta i'm gonna just roll up with some now and later yo right. what's up <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i really want to check out the uh the prank call one they have a prank, uh, have a prank one? call yeah, one? with uh, with Sean. Uh, Sean oh, I can't remember his last name. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Sean, he's the the TikTok guy. The TikTok guy. Yeah. Oh. And he has a podcast on here where he pranks nice. call people. Nice. So That's I'm gonna check fun. that shit out for sure. Yeah, there's all kinds of different stuff. Our homie Andrew G at the Public Affair. Yeah. Uh, get into the local stuff, man. Yep. But we're excited. Waco Plus Comics is coming. Physical copies, digital copies are out. And we will see you next time. Peace. See y'all later. Peace. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>